Here's what's cooking on an all-new Sports Stove local hour. We're going to talk EKU baseball as well as some other EKU sports news along the way. That's what's cooking on today's Sports Stove local hour. McKinney looks, sets to the pocket, throws open, receivers, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports. Welcome into an all-new edition of the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. Serving Colonel since 2016 and located right across the street from campus, Mad Mushroom Pizza is the perfect place for you to have lunch or dinner at any time of the week. Uh, the greatest pizza, the greatest cheese sticks, actually they're known as the home of the original cheese sticks, Mad Mushroom Pizza is the top-notch option for you. You can go inside, have a seat, sit down in the booth, in a chair, watch TV, talk with friends and family, whatever it may be, or you can order it out as well to go or to deliver, and uh, they're going to take care of you. And because you're a listener of the Sports Stove Podcast, you're going to get a discount. That's right. If you go into the store and order the pizza, make sure you mention the Sports Stove Podcast. You're going to get $5 off your order of $20 or more. Or if you order online, use the code SPORTS5, that's S-P-O-R-T-S, and the number 5, SPORTS5. That gets you that same discount, $5 off your order of $20 or more. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Sports Stove Local Hour. And uh, today we've got a relatively short episode for you. And in just a few minutes, we're going to give you an interview with EKU first baseman Charlie Ludwig. Had a really good time uh, with Charlie. Appreciated him taking some time for us. And so we'll get you that interview here in just a few minutes. A couple things to talk about, though, going on in the EKU sports world. Head coach A.W. Hamilton from EKU Men's Hoops. He's a finalist for the Skip Proster Man of the Year Award. This is an award that uh, goes to someone who displays moral integrity off the court as well as success on the court as well. And so A-Dub will be a finalist. Congrats to Coach Hamilton. And uh, plan on having Coach on next week on the show to talk about the season and uh, and all that went into this season as well. Hoping for some uh, postseason news maybe next week. We'll talk with Coach Hamilton about all that next week. As the EKU men did wrap up their A-Sun tournament, uh, not the way they hoped it would go uh, with a loss to Liberty. But uh, like I said, we'll talk with Coach Hamilton, uh, the plan is, next week uh, to chat with him about that. We're also working on getting uh, Coach Todd on from the women's team. The women's team had another, uh, uh, I think, successful year. I know some people may not view it that way. And obviously it didn't, it didn't go completely the way they wanted it to go. But a lot of good things happened this year for the EKU women, 18 and 14. Uh, is their record at the end of it all? So they have a, uh, a a winning record. They were eleven and seven in the conference, twelve and three at home. By the way, uh, and such a fun team to watch. I wish we could have all these girls back again next year. Uh, we will lose some and gain some along the way as well. But obviously, Antoinette Walker was a huge addition to this team uh, and did all kinds of damage in the A Sun and for EKU this year, and uh, so that was an exciting thing to watch. She was named the A-Sun 
newcomer of the year, by the way, as well as first team. Uh, Tay-Tay Blanton, uh, another guy who uh, had the opportunity to do some damage this year. He was named to the all-tournament team in ASUN uh, tournament play this week as well. Uh, other things going on, track and field, uh, cross country, excuse me. Golf is going on right now as well. And uh, EKU softball has things rolling as uh, they've started off their season looking pretty sharp here to start off the season. We need to get some of the players on uh, and have yet to do so. I apologize for that, but 12-8 and eight so far on the season. They have lost their last three, uh, but things are rolling along, and they'll be getting into a sun play. Uh, I guess they've got one more series against Valpo, and then they'll get into a sun play starting March 17th. Uh, there for the softball team as well. Uh, you get into uh, other sporting events and things going on. Beach volleyball, um, they're they're off and running so far this year. Kind of a cold start, which well, if you're in Kentucky, that's not a huge surprise. But beach volleyball six and two to start the season. They're on a three game win streak. Um, most of those games have been played in a neutral site. They're five and two there, and one road game. Uh, where they won that one as well, or road match. Uh, I'm not up to date on my beach volleyball lingo, so I apologize uh, to anyone offended by that as well. But today's episode really is about the interview with Charlie Ludwig. Uh, and we talk EKU baseball. We talk about this team. Um, we talk about uh, Charlie himself and what is ahead. And we get to know Charlie uh, as well as asking some personal questions along the way. Uh, before we get to the interview with Charlie, want to remind you about our sponsors. Of course, we've mentioned Mad Mushroom Pizza already. But we also have All Around Roofing. Uh, we had all kinds of storms here last week, this past week. Actually, I was without power uh, for three days. And uh, a lot of storm damage around as well. All Around Roofing is the perfect company for you to call if you have storm damage. First of all, they're locally owned and operated. Secondly, uh, they come out and give you a free estimate. Thirdly, they're going to do a fantastic job. Uh, they handle all the exterior needs of your home. So not just roofing repairs and replacements, although they do that. They also handle siding, uh, gutters, windows, whatever the exterior need is. All around roofing will take care of you. And uh, so you need to make sure that you take some time to uh, reach out to all around roofing to get that storm damage taken care of. Uh, you can find more information on Facebook if you search all around roofing KY. You can see before and after pictures, contact info, and everything else right there for you. Then we also have IPM Pests and Termite, Central Kentucky's neighborhood pest professionals. It is ant season. You're just here with the weather warming up. We're going to get another little bit of a cold week next week. But as the weather warms up, those ants are going to get moving. You need to get in front of those ants. And the way you do that is you call IPM Pest and Termite. They can also help you with termite inspections. Uh, it is termite season starting up now as well. And uh, I'll tell you what, another locally owned operated company. They're going to take care of you in Madison County or surrounding areas as well. You can find more information at myipm.com. That's myipm.com. We're going to hear a word from our sponsors. And when that is done, we're going to get you to the interview with Charlie Ludwig. Mad Mushroom Pizza is now a proud sponsor of the Sports Stove Podcast. Mad Mushroom, home of the original cheese sticks. 
Proudly serving EKU's campus, Mad Mushroom offers Colonel's amazing pizza, cheese sticks, wings, grinders, and so much more. Next time you visit, tell them the sports stove sent you, and you get $5 off any order over $20. Or visit online, madmushroom.com. And when you order, enter the code SPORTS5, SPORTS5, and you'll get that $5 off any order over $20. Mad Mushroom, feed your head. With over 20 years of experience, Matt Schaefer and the good folks at locally owned IPM Pest and Termite provides pest control service for all of Central Kentucky's pest control needs. Whether you have a current pest control problem or want to prevent infestation from ever entering your home, IPM Pest and Termite offers maintenance programs that will help keep pests out of your home and provide peace of mind. So for dependable, reliable services that you can count on, get in touch with our good friend Matt Schaefer at IPM Pest and Termite today at myipm.com. That's M-Y-I-P-M dot com. Does the exterior of your home need a facelift? All Around Roofing has you covered. All Around Roofing is a locally owned company servicing Madison County and all of Central Kentucky. From roof repairs and replacements to gutters, siding, windows, soffits, chimney flashings, and more. All Around Roofing provides quality work and friendly service that will leave your house looking great. Call today, 859-489-5179 to get a free quote. That's 859-489-5179. We can handle your all-around exterior needs at All Around Roofing. Joining us now on the program, EKU First Baseman, Charlie Ludwig. Charlie, thank you so much for taking some time for us this week. Yes, sir. Thank you, Vince. I appreciate you having me. Without a doubt, I always enjoy getting the athletes on. It's fun to hear you guys and kind of get to know you guys a little bit, your personalities and things like that. Uh, let's start with the team aspect. Uh, a little bit of a rough stretch at the moment, uh, but some really, really tough opponents you guys have been playing uh, currently on the season, sitting at four and nine um, and uh, looking to get back on track this weekend with uh, Presbyterian College coming to town Friday night at 4 p.m. and a Saturday double header. Uh, you guys had, again, some turnover. It happens every year. You get some turnover, new guys on the team. But you guys have a lot of returning guys uh, this year as well, especially compared to a couple years ago. Um, how do you think the team is meshing? Is everybody everybody on, on the same page? You know, I, I do think that we are on the same page. We, we've gone through a stretch here where I think everybody in the locker room is kind of kind of really surprised that our record doesn't look good because we know how talented we are and we had really high expectations for, for the season it uh we played pretty we didn't play our best opening weekend but we played um some good teams and we we won against uab south alabama northwestern state and um you know we're just we're kind of surprised at where we're at but you know we we i think maybe there was a few days where we kind of were took a step back and we're like all right like does something need to change here or like what's going on and but you know after we we had a couple team meetings and we got it all all sorted out and you know what the team that we have, we fully expect to make a deep run in, in the conference. And, you know, we're not, we're not worried about our right now. Does it, is it feel any different with the outside expectation being higher this year than last year? I know inside it's always the same, right? We're going to win the, we're going to win the division. We're going to win the conference, all this kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, we've had coach pro on several times and, and, uh, and he's, he stays right to the book on those kinds of things. But, this year, you guys come in with some outside expectation. Does it feel different with with the outside world thinking, "Hey, this team, they might be there where they need to be"? I think. I mean, I'd be lying that it didn't feel any different, but 
um, you know, we we luckily have a really good group that's that's really old for the most part. And even the young guys like Woking are still really mature, which is awesome. But um, I, I'd have to say I'd be lying if I said it didn't feel like different. But I think it just really like personally for me, it just made me even more excited for this season because I know, you know, what we are capable of. But as as a whole, I would say that, you know, we we do a really good job of not not worrying about what the outside says to us. And plus, you know, we're still picked to finish like six in the conference this season. So, you know, you know, we don't we don't have all good outside uh, outside talk going on about us. So that, you know, if anything, that's fueled us more than than the good that we've heard. But we know how good we are and we don't worry about what other people have to say. So. Yeah, I mean, and you guys do. You have a very deep team, um, and you did as well last year. And just people didn't realize what you guys had. I don't think last year, outside of the organization, outside of the program. But uh, you guys come back this year. You got guys getting a lot of preseason recognition. You got guys, including yourself, that got some neat summer opportunities last summer too. So there's growth going on. You, you know, you and several other players are kind of looking to what's next in your careers as well, and working to that that next goal. Um, and you come in, but, but coach doesn't help you out. I mean, you got, you guys got a, a schedule <laughs> that's, that's an onslaught here early on. You guys just came off of Cincinnati, uh, and Louisville in the last, last, uh, week and a half or so Western Carolina was a tough, tough go for you. And then you guys got, uh, Kentucky coming up in a couple weeks as well, mixed in with the fact that you're starting conference play, uh, next week too. So, um, you know, and coach has been very clear on the fact, Hey, we want to play really good teams. We want the good competition. We know what it takes to, you know, last year, um, that schedule uh, kind of hurt you guys in, in the playoff format and all that kind of stuff a little bit as well. So um, that strength of schedule is solid this year. You guys are going to be home, though, for the next, uh, next games uh, against Presbyterian College. How much at this time of year do you like playing at home? Is it always you like playing at home or is it when the weather warms up you like playing at home? Uh, you know, one of the things that I've really enjoyed about um, – coming up to Kentucky because I'm originally from Georgia where it doesn't get nearly as cold as, as it does here. But I think it's fun. Um, I personally enjoy playing those cold games because I remember and I know how I feel when it gets to be later in May and how you're just driven, you know, before the game even starts during BP. So I personally enjoy it. And I like to remind myself that it is going to be, you know, cold. Um, and then I think that, um, you know, I, I think that it's a little bit of an advantage sometimes because, you know, we practice in the cold and definitely we have an experienced group who's a lot of them are, well, I wouldn't say a lot of them are from around here, but they've, you know, I, I think that we have a good group that's kind of, you know, does really well in those conditions. Like it doesn't really matter what, what the weather's like. Um, we played well and down in uh, Tampa, down in the conference tournament last year when it was, I mean, it was, it was so hot. It was unbelievable. And then, we also played really well in the cold. So I really like, um, I think that we almost have an advantage playing in the cold, in my opinion. Yeah, I can, I can see that. I like that mindset too. It's all, that's a good mindset to have. Um, the ball field, did you, did you grow up playing on the artificial fields? Um, and how do you like, I, I'm, I'm always just curious. Oh, I've asked all the guys that have come on, like, um, are you used to it? Is it hard to get used to? Do you like playing on where there's not real dirt on the field? Um, so being from, I'm from the Atlanta area and there's Lake point, which is, uh, which is like 45 minutes from my house. And so growing up in high school that once that development comes, 
um, got done, and that's where all the perfect game tournaments were. I played a ton of games there. Basically, it felt so I got a lot of experience on turf before I came up here. Um, and to be honest, I I I enjoy the turf field, but there can be different kinds of turf, and I think it makes it more interesting. I think that obviously the the hop the ground ball hops are are more true, um, which is which is nice, but obviously the classic baseball feel of having a nice dirt field that's well taken care of like it's hard to beat that in my my opinion i know my roommate logan would agree with me um we're just we like the classic dirt baseball field um but obviously i mean our turf at home is so nice it's awesome you cannot cannot complain plus when there's bad weather i mean it's easy to take care of i think i think having turf is is the way to go but that, nothing nothing it's just like that classic dirt field yeah, and and I'm assuming that it, it keeps it nice and toasty down there, the rubber and everything in the turf, probably when it gets hot. That's true. That may be one of the that may be the only uh, negative about it, but at the same time, it's it's nice having having a state of the art facility. So yeah, I, our turf is like perfect. So. Yeah, and it, the consistency's got to be a little bit nice too. You don't have to worry about the like you said the weather and everything. It's that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Uh, you did say you came from uh, Atlanta, the Atlanta area. This year, you're tied for second right now on the team in walks. Um, what have you always been a patient batter? Um, how how does that kind of play in? Um, I don't know. Um, I definitely, I've definitely experienced that. I've been a player who walks a lot, and you know, if I'm not seeing the ball well and I'm not getting walked a lot, that's how I know I'm, I'm maybe you know, in a funk or, or need to, you know, go back to my ways of just tracking the baseball really well. Um, hitting, being a switch hitter, um, hitting right-handed. I feel like my eye from hitting right-handed is, is really good. So um, having those walks uh, right-handed helps a lot. Um, and yeah, just kind of, that's just kind of my game plan is to, is to stay in my zone and not chase outside of what I'm looking for. So that's probably what leads to my, my walk numbers. What was the biggest area of growth for you going from high school to college? Man, I feel like there were so many areas of growth that, <laughs> but um, I mean, you talk about getting in the weight room, having a routine, um, being on top of class as well as practice, as well as, you know, you didn't have the luxury of online uh, zoom classes that you have now back when I was a, well, when I was a freshman, sophomore before COVID hit, um, you know, now it's a little easier to manage your schedule and be where you need to be on time. But I think just as from a baseball standpoint, um, it was having mature at bats, you know, knowing, knowing what my plan was every single time I stepped up there, um, you know, not, not letting a fastball, you know, be able to beat me and, um, yeah, a little bit more mature, I'd say. Yeah. What is, is there one area coming into this season that you were trying to improve on from last year? Oh, definitely. Um, we have so many, so many um, statistics and um, you know, heat charts, spray charts, whatever you want to say about uh, what we've done in the past. And so through four full seasons, I guess, without COVID, not kind of COVID, you know, I have a lot of data. Um, I was able to kind of see what my, how other teams were going to view me, how they're going to attack me, you know, what my strengths were, what my weaknesses were. I was able to look at all of that, um, which is a credit to our coaching staff, which is amazing. And um, they were able to, you know, dissect all of 
give me a plan going into this this year. Um, I think just getting in, obviously I got stronger, got a little bit more um, worked on my uh, approach. I built on it this summer, playing summer ball, and um, um, just being being able to handle um, how other teams are going to attack me. That's kind of what my whole plan was. Um, and obviously I, I had a few few um, injuries right-handed, hitting right-handed. Um, just had a little bleak injury and one other thing. And so just getting back healthy right-handed, that's pretty much all, I, all I've um, all I've worked on going up to this season. Yeah. In that summer ball you played, uh, I've got it sitting here, Valley Blue Sox up in Massachusetts this summer um, in the NECL, New England Collegiate Base- Baseball League. Yeah. Um, what does playing in a league like that do for you? Um, you know, cause you're getting different coaching. You have different teammates obviously as well. How, how does that kind of help you uh, coming into this season? Yeah, I got my Valley Blue Sox uh, swag on now. Actually, it was a great, it was a great experience up there. I think, um, I mean, we have, we have what I think is the best coaching staff in the country from my, from my, uh, standpoint, but going and, um, getting to, you know, have the whole summer ball vibe with the, the coaches there. I had Pedro Santiago and Phil uh, Goodry were my, my coaches, but they had, they were nothing but just trying to help us, um, trying to help us improve our games, help us to enjoy our time. And um, I think that playing in that, that kind of league really, I mean, it made, it was just having to face that, that quality of single day with the heavy wood bats, you know, it's an adjustment. Um, and then you just get so many reps in the on defense, uh, playing on not the best quality fields. Like there was no nice EKU perfect turf fields up in that league, and uh, that just makes it more fun. With you know, you, you just get comfortable playing, and you kind of there's no timidness about um, when you come back from playing there because it's like, man, I've just played on the worst surface or like the hardest surfaces you can play on for months, facing the best pitching, you know. That's outside of the Cape Cod League. Like this is like the best base. But yeah, you just you kind of come back from playing there with a lot of confidence. You feel comfortable, um, and I say that's the biggest takeaway from playing in that summer league. Who was your favorite player growing up? Uh, Lance Berkman on the Astros. Okay, now were you an Astros fan? Yeah, well, I know it's not. It's a sore topic, I know, but uh, my dad is from Houston. Okay. Uh, Hard Astros fans who, you know, we would watch all the Astros games growing up. And so I went through all the years of when they were, they were last in the league, like every year. So I was, uh, I can say I'm a day, a day one uh, Astros fan. And uh, Lance Burke was my, he was my baseball idol. I'm number 17 and a switch hitter, just like he was. So Nice. Uh, if Is there one player that you kind of model your game at? Um. I try to, I try to, I learn a lot from Alex Bregman's swing. He's just got what I think is um, just a great swing. And um, I wouldn't say, I mean, Bryce Harper from the left side's got one of the best approaches, I think. And um, I, you know, I watch a lot of his, watch video on him and try to, um, you know, kind of maybe take some information from the way he loads into his swing and, um, you know, what his approach is. And so I'd say those two guys are kind of who I kind of, you know, try to, uh, resemble uh, or not resemble, but just take a lot of information from um, from the hitting side, from both righty and lefty. And then I watch a lot of Freddie Freeman play first base, and uh, I try to be like I try, I've taken a lot of stuff from him. 
Is there a teammate uh, that you've had while you've been at EKU that you'd say stands out as a guy who really stepped up and helped you? Um, yeah, I mean, we had an old – I don't know about a teammate specifically, but we had a coach, uh, Nick Wilson, who's now with the Rockies. Um, he's the best of the best coach. He was just a GA for us my freshman year. Um, he had just got done playing pro ball with the Rays, and he was able to help me so much with – with hitting, but also playing first base. He taught me how to play first and all the ins and outs of it. Um, he he really helped me and still does to this day, mentor me with, with hitting life, with everything. He's just the best of the best. I think A.J. Lewis was also really good a couple of years ago, um, All-American during the COVID year. He was just um, yeah, a really good good friend and teammate who helped me stay, you know, keep my mind even keeled. And then Chris Botsway, who is now a scout for the A's, actually, um, I played with him for the, for my first two years and, um, you know, we text every single day about every single game. And, um, you know, I still get advice, advice from, from that guy. And, um, he's awesome. That is cool. That's, that's very neat. Um, what kind of, uh, what's your walk-up song? Uh, this year. So I've been, I've been trying to switch it up cause I was good. I like country. Um, but I did some, I just, I, Right now, it's it's. I think it's called Calabria. Um, it's it's like a, a dance kind of pop song, and I just wanted to switch it up, switch up the vibes a little bit. But I think I've already. I was talking to one of my teammates yesterday, saying I think I've uh, I think I've already grown out of that walk. I think I'll go back to some Cody Johnson for the rest of the year. Maybe maybe switch it up some Morgan Wallen or or something like that. <laughs> Who has the worst music taste on your team? The worst music taste, man. I. I love, I wouldn't say the worst music taste, but man, Ron Franklin, who I know has been on this podcast, he has some interesting music taste. Now, I I like most of what he likes, but there are some songs where I'm like, like, all right, like, I don't know what he's thinking about that. But um, but, but I'd say like 99% of what he likes is like, you know, he's got really good, he's just got good vibes. He's, good, he's a cool guy. A unique, a unique taste in music. Who's the uh, most unique fashion person on the team? Oh my gosh. Um I got to go I got to go Quentin Hall, lefty pitcher sophomore. I mean, he's got the green glove going this year. He had a bright yellow glove last year. He's got some he's got some good off the field fits. I his roommate Brock, he also he's got he's got he's got pretty good fashion taste. So if I didn't give Brock a shout out for that one, I'd be I'd be kicking myself. I think Owen Barger is a he's a he's a freshman this year. I think he's he's redshirting, but he's he he can you know he can get he can get really dressed up at when the time comes. <laughs> the time's right. Uh, one of our sponsors is Mad Mushroom Pizza, and so I like to ask our guests when you're getting a pizza, like what's your go to? What's your go to toppings you got to have on a pizza? So I've always been like uh, I was just cheese growing up. Then I went to pepperoni, and then I've just been pretty much playing pepperoni. Every now and then I get some maybe like meatball or something on there with pepperoni. But I would say over break, I kind of got into the to the everything pizza with like onions and, and spinach and mushrooms and all that. So I'm kind of my pizza taste is evolving a bit, but I'll never go pineapple. I will never go. Pineapple. There we go. There and we I, go. I will, not, I will never be that guy. And I'm not a huge fan of barbecue chicken just because I, I like marinara sauce, the classic pizza better. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's not bad. 
Yeah, we, we've had a few people come on, uh, at least one football player and one of the women's basketball players that said pineapple. And that was a rough, that's a rough go. I can't, I can't do that. Yep. No, no, I'll never be, I'll never be that guy. I love pineapple, just not on pizza. Uh, exactly. Exactly. I'd like to just eat it separate. Like it'd be great. Yeah. yeah. No problems there. Charlie, this has been a blast, man. Uh, I'm looking forward. I'm hoping to get out there to the games this weekend. Um, I would like for it to warm up a little bit, but <laughs> I'm going to try to get out there to the games this weekend uh, for the home stretch. Again, Presbyterian College, Friday at four, Saturday, a doubleheader, one o'clock and four o'clock is the time slated. Uh, then you guys go two more ahead. Uh, then you're home for Bellarmine and opening up the ace on there at Bellarmine. And we're excited to see because I I, I, um, I love what you said about the team and the expectations and how you guys feel about the team. I'm with you on that. I'm excited about what this team is and what it can do and get into ace on play uh, and seeing you guys kind of come to form as we get into conference play and things like that. So, Charlie, uh, hey, thank you so much for taking some time for us today. And uh, good luck to you here moving forward. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me. I, I appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. Here's what's cooking on the Sports Stove family of podcasts. Hey, everybody, I'm Vince Stover, host of the Sports Stove podcast, and just want to give you some insight on what is ahead and what is going on within the Sports Stove world. We now have three podcasts for you to listen to. It's all under the umbrella of the Sports Stove podcast. We have the Sports Stove podcast, the original show, and uh, that's just me and my dad. We're talking all things sports, just like we would riding in the car, listening to Sports Talk Radio. We just give it to you talking NFL, Major League Baseball, college football, college basketball, all things sports. Me and Dad bring that to you each week. Then we also have the Sports Dove Local Hour, which covers Eastern Kentucky University sports, where we talk all things EKU with student-athletes, coaches, and administration all come on to talk about everything that's going on inside the world of EKU sports, focused heavily on football, men's and women's basketball, and some EKU baseball as well. And then thirdly, we're introducing the Sports Stove Fantasy Baseball Show, where every week, myself and a guest will bring you all the latest and greatest fantasy baseball news and updates. We'll give you advice, opinions, as well as talk Major League Baseball news throughout the year as well. So make sure you stay tuned for all these great episodes. You can subscribe to the Sports Stove Podcast uh, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for the Sports Stove Podcast, and you'll find us there. That's what's cooking on the Sports Stove family of podcasts. Welcome back into the Sports Stove Local Hour presented by Mad Mushroom Pizza. And a huge shout out to Charlie Ludwig. Uh, great conversation with him. Really enjoyed that time uh, with him. And like I told him, I'm planning on being there in the game Friday night, 4 o'clock. Saturday's a double header as well, and an opportunity to come out and enjoy some EKU baseball and cheer on Charlie and the rest of the guys as well. And so hopefully I will see you there. Um, look me up if you are there. Just start screaming, Vince, Vince, and I'll, I'll find you. Um, so hopefully we'll see some people out there as well. I want to thank uh, EKU, KB, uh, for helping get the interview set up. Uh, Coach Prothrow is uh, uh, so incredibly kind and uh, helpful with uh, as well with getting these things set up and getting this baseball team covered. Um, they got a group of great guys and uh, and happy to do my part to to let you meet these guys and learn a little bit more about them as well. Stay tuned as we go through the rest of this uh, spring time. Uh, we'll talk more EKU baseball. Like I said, I'm going to try to get some softball players on as well. 
and uh, kind of go from there. And uh, Next week, the plan is to have A.W. Hamilton on the show, and we'll talk uh, the basketball season and hopefully some good news about some postseason opportunities as well. Uh, of course, the uh, Alumni Coliseum is getting its uh, uh, facelift uh, starting here very, very soon with the goal of having it ready to go by January of next year. And uh, so a lot of good things happen, and football's got other things going on too. They got their suits for seniors and uh, spring game and different things happening in the football. Actually, their pro day is coming up this month as well, so uh, I think about two weeks away. So a lot of things still going on in the EKU sports world. Don't stop now. Uh, looking forward to what's ahead the rest of this spring. Uh, follow me on social media at Sports Stove. That's Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can look at the Sports Stove podcast on Facebook as well. If you enjoyed this episode and the EKU coverage, do us a favor. Give us that five-star review wherever you're listening and share it with other EKU friends as well and get the word out. Uh, we're doing our best to cover the university, the athletes in the university, and uh, and always enjoy uh, talking to these guys and gals as well. Well, all right, that's it for today's episode of the Sports Stove Local Hour. Thanks to our sponsors, Mad Mushroom Pizza, IPM Pest and Termite, and All Around Roofing. And thanks to you for listening. Until next time, we'll see you around the Sports Stove. McKinney looks, sets it a pocket, throws open, receiver, touchdown! Colonels, we're not done yet! Our identity is we're going to press for 40 minutes, we're going to play up-tempo, we're going to play with unbelievable passion, and then our brand is the most exciting 40 minutes in sports.